Hello, hello everyone. I'm finally back again with another episode recording live from the new house in the closet. (laughs) No, for real, I really am in the closet, but not because I've made a recording studio in here, but because I had so much laundry to do, I thought, why not make it fun by setting up recording in here and starting to fold and organize everything. One thing I truly despise is folding laundry. So when I moved or when I was packing to move, I just stopped doing my laundry. Like I washed my laundry. I just did not, um, hang anything up I just threw it all in baskets and when I moved I knew I was going to have to do all of this I just I just put it off so here I am two weeks in the new house and finally putting up laundry it is a disaster but I'm working through it and Dad, if you're listening, I really did put up my laundry and then threw it all down because I decided to watch a show about organizing my closet. And here we are. So this is round two of organizing all of this. It's not, um, it's not going quick, but it is going to be done eventually. And that is all we can say. Anyways. So much has happened since I last spoke to everyone. Um, I think it was at the beginning of December because it was right after I met my father. So I have a lot of updating for y'all on how that went and how that is continuing to go. And then there's just so much happening with my house, my family, um, the nonprofit that I'm a part of, um, therapy. I started therapy, um, which was definitely needed because there's just so much happening. I guess I'll just, I will go in chronological order about everything that has happened. I'll touch a little bit on my father, but I'm going to end on everything that has happened with him um because I want to end this podcast episode on a high note so I'll uh I'll get started so we left off with I just met my father it was literally probably like the day after that I met him that I decided to record the episode and then um it was just that was a roller coaster week because I started off on such a high after meeting him and then that week ended with my mother having a massive stroke which she is doing better but it was very very scary because I've never had to deal with something like that she was not talking or moving afterwards and I was just I was so overwhelmed with what was happening and how I was going to make sure that my family was okay, that I wasn't even taking care of myself. So I'm, I'm so glad that that is over and 
I mean, she's she's out of the hospital, but she still has some recovering to do. She is walking with a walker, and she talks a whole lot better now. But her memory will always be affected. There, it was just such a massive um, stroke that, you know, there's just nothing that they can do about that. But we are all adjusting to our new normal. We got her a medical bed. Um, a wheelchair she has you know spent her entire life taking care of all of us so I think she's really enjoying getting taken care of getting cared for um, by everyone and she is uh, she is a strong resilient woman so I know that she will continue to fight and be the best version of herself with her limitations so she is she and inspires me every single day I see how she has overcome so many things and will continue to overcome things with her new condition but she is always worried about others like she was in the hospital and worried about my little sister, my little brother, where's my dad, How are, where are the dogs, and all this stuff, and yeah, she's just, my mother is an angel, but there, that's the update on her, and um, while she was, you know, in the hospital and all of that, um, unfortunately, Lily, who is the face of Basket Case, the little Boston Terrier, she also had a stroke and passed away. So my sweet little baby, my first child, um, is no longer with us, but I definitely feel her in spirit. She she uh, had such a huge impact on my life and all of my family and friends and I know that she will continue to be the butt of some of our jokes because she was just so uncoordinated, but so cute. And um, she will continue to be my logo, the face of Basket Case, because we were ride ride and dies for uh, such a long time. I mean, I got Lily when I was 15 and she passed away when I was 28. So 13 years of me and Lily. She was part of every major yeah, she's been a part of every major movement in my life. I mean, when I first moved out to my like first cars, um, my first house, college, all of that. So um Lily will forever be my bestie and um, when she, when she passed away, the, the vet got her this cute little urn and they did an outline of her paw and made me a little seed packet with some like annual seed that'll come back each year or a flower that'll come back each year so that I could plant, um, plant that and always have her come back. Um, and I just thought that was the sweetest thing. I've, I've never known for a vet to do something like that so I really appreciated them being so 
kind to me during that time. And I, I have not planted it yet because it's been so cold out. But I definitely will be planting um, this little seed uh, once it gets a little bit warmer out. But um, let, let's uh, move on to some things that are a little bit more um, uplifting. So a lot has been going on with the Black Action Collective, which is the nonprofit that I am on the board of and so I know I've told you all this but just to you know cover my bases the Black Action Collective is a nonprofit supporting minority groups in Northwest Arkansas and hopefully we expand out into more communities but currently the Northwest Arkansas community um, just really focusing on bringing positivity to these groups, highlighting some pain points and helping improve their quality of life and really just, you know, providing all the resources. Oh, here comes Mia. Hey, no. Providing all the resources so that they can continue to better themselves and, um, having all these events to show support and bring attention to some of the the issues that we have. But anyway, we have been working diligently on Black History Month. And so I'm just, which started yesterday, which I'm so excited about because there's just so many cool projects launching. So The one that I am most excited about is coming out on Friday, and it is the Letters from Birmingham Jail. Uh, So it's Martin Luther King Jr.'s letter, and we've gotten all these members from the community to read a portion. And we created this video and some imagery. I worked really hard on the imagery for this video and it's just going to be so moving. They, you know, when we asked these people to participate, I did not think that we were going to get this quality of readers. It will like you feel Martin Luther King in their voice. And once you listen to that, it just really, I don't know. It just, it hits you in all of your feels you you will feel very inspired. So I'm, I'm excited for this project to release. On top of so many other things that we're doing, I will post the calendar of events because there's just, my days are running together. So <laughs> if I start thinking of specific events for each week, I'm going to get them all jumbled and I want you all to be well informed. So I will post the calendar on my Facebook, on my Instagram, both the personal and the podcast Instagram so that you all can participate, especially since we're, you know, in the time of COVID, everything is going to be virtual. So everybody will be able to participate whether you live in Northwest Arkansas or not. So that's exciting. Um, I think I had mentioned this a little bit earlier that I had recently started going to therapy, so I wanted to touch on that because I think it's super important for 
me as a black woman and someone who talks frequently to the black community to highlight the importance of therapy. So like I said, there has been so much happening in my life. I mean, I've met my father, my mother had a stroke, my dog who was basically like my child passed away on top of being locked in the house all the time with COVID, work stress, friend stress, dating disasters, you know, just everything has come to a head in my life. So I decided to start going to therapy. And while I wish I would have found a black therapist, I found this woman who I would trust with anything. And she has been a godsend for me. I mean, as soon as my mother had a stroke, I didn't know where else to go. So I went to her office and she sat there and talked to me for a while. And I like she didn't even charge me. She just wanted to make sure that I was okay because I was just in such a state of shock that I did not know how to process everything. And I know not all therapists will be that welcoming, just like having an open door. But it it was very important for me at that time to find someone who could just talk calmly to me and not send me into a downward spiral. So she was great for that. On top of she's been helping me process all of my feelings um, for meeting my father and what fears I might have, what is keeping me up at night, how, how am I processing everything, how am I having conversations with my family, my friends, and so she's been great because it's a neutral person. She doesn't care who feels what, she is going to tell me to do what is best. Oh, and here comes Mia. Um... So she's been great for that aspect because, you know, whenever you sit there and talk to your friends, they're emotionally attached to the situation and they're going to feel a certain type of way. And it's, I think in, well, I like to say that I think in the most logical way when I talk to people. So it's nice to have someone who is a logical thinker as well. On top of that, you know, she's been helping me with my difficulties with dating. You know, you guys were getting a laugh out of my messages that I get and my, you know, dating fails. And although it is funny, like I definitely like to laugh at myself. I still am frustrated that it takes me so long to be vulnerable with people to um, find someone uh, of a higher quality because I definitely was just dating whoever was interested in me instead of dating people who were actually good for me. And I wouldn't have noticed this pattern without going into therapy. Like I, I realize where I'm going wrong now not just talking to my friends and like, oh, he's a fuck boy, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. No, what did you do to create these situations? And so I, I've, it's just been very introspective for me and, and I am enjoying the process and hopefully 
2021 i'm gonna be ready to date here maybe in the spring (laughs) we'll see i don't know covid might stop me but i don't know we'll figure it out anyway um even more change so like i said i'm recording in the new house which is why mia is barking she hears a noise and feels like she needs to respond back with even more noise but i am adjusting well to my new house i am still trying to figure out where everything is and get organized and just make it feel like a home because right now it does not feel like my home I feel like I'm living in somebody else's space. I still don't have things up on the walls. I have furniture, almost all my furniture is here, but still have a lot of decorating to do. And oh, oh my God, the closing process on this house was nothing short of stressful. I, let me tell you, I was closing on a Friday Thursday, I get told that I can't close because the inspection is not done. So I completely remodeled the bathroom, the master bedroom and bathroom in this house. And I was like, what do you mean the the it's not done and all this stuff? And I show up here, I don't have a bathtub. I'm trying to figure out why I don't have a bathtub. Well, the first one showed up in two pieces. The second one showed up about the size of a small ship it was huge so they had to order a third one and the contractor just went and picked it up himself he was not about to play with the third one so i finally got got my bathtub in looked at it all that stuff thursday night inspector came we're like okay we're good to close so then Friday morning, I'm up, ready. I got the renters, or not the renters, I got the movers scheduled because I do have renters coming to move in. So I am like, all right, movers are here at 9 a.m. I close at 10.30. It's going to take the movers a couple of, well, it took them like four or five hours to pack up my old house, move me out, and then unpack. So I was like, this is this is perfectly scheduled. <sighs> nine o'clock when the movers are supposed to come the movers say they're running late i was like okay it's fine because i still am scatterbrained and all that stuff Nine fifteen, get a call from my realtor she says hey we need you to go to the house and do a final walkthrough i was like all right cool i have a nine thirty meeting i'm going to do it on the phone i'll get there at uh 10 and we close at 10 30 perfect uh well I start to log on to my computer just to run a couple of reports for work. AT&T has shut my internet off. So there's that. Um, I get to the new house and I'm walking around to get another call from my realtor. And she says, hey, we're not good to close. They forgot to send your paperwork over. When I tell you that my heart fell out of my body, it really did. How, how is this happening? (laughs) So I am just, I'm in a state of shock at this point because 
I can't work. I can't close on my house. This day has gone to hell. And I'm just sitting here so frustrated, like sitting in the new house, like, oh my God, I was so close. And then 10 minutes later, she calls me and she was like, okay, head to the office. They found your paperwork. You can close. Oh, man. When I tell you that I sped to that office because I was like, I don't I don't want anybody to change their minds. <laughs> let me go. Let me just sign all of this paperwork and let it be mine. Oh, so stressful, but it was done. I got everything signed. I got my bathtub. I'm looking at it right now. She is a beaut. And here we are on this day but yeah man that was a trip and I still didn't have internet at the new house for like three days because AT&T decided to close out my account and set up transfer it so AT&T I'm calling you out you said that I did not have to pay my bill for the first month you still charged me I'm mad at you Moving on, I said that we were going to end on a high note. So what everybody has been waiting for, me and my father, Papa Neil, y'all, this man is absolutely amazing. And it's funny because when he was getting ready to meet me he thought that he was going to disappoint me in some way and I'm still so confused on how he could ever think that because I think he is just the most incredible human being I mean a colonel in the army he cares about his family he's gotten his shit done um he is just an inspiring black man And I think everybody would look up to him if they knew his story. And even if they didn't know his story, they would still look up to him because he just carries himself so well. Like you see him out and about and you're just like, oh, he's he's a badass. Like he's cool. I want to know who he is and what he does. He inspires me even though I I don't know him. Like I, I feel like that's how people look at him. And I feel like that's how I look at him because I don't know everything about him. I'm trying to get to know everything about him, but he inspires me anyways. And it's funny because one of my friends, one of my guy friends sent me a message like a week ago and he was like, you know, ever since you met your father, you've changed. And I responded like, what do you mean? You know, I, I immediately got defensive and he was like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't be defensive about this. He was like, this is the best change. He was like, you carry yourself in a different way. Like you have more confidence. You have this. He was like, you just carry yourself so differently now. And it's like, you, you know yourself. And It took me a while. Like, I I looked at that message and I read it over and over again. And I was like, you know what? Like, that's true. I think since meeting him, I've had a lot of questions answered. Like, I've always wondered, who am I? 
where do I come from? Where do I get, you know, this feature? You know, just just like the little things. Like people who aren't adopted take things for granted. Just knowing that you have a blood relative. Like I did not have that privilege for 28 years. I did not know that I had anybody related to me out there in this world. I did not know that I looked like somebody or acted like somebody. And I think this journey has been absolutely incredible. It's only been two months, but I I feel like if I died tomorrow, I would die the happiest person in the world because I've met this man and I've met my little brother and my little sister. Like, it's just... I can't describe the level of happiness that I feel. I've never been this happy. Like I've always had different things happening for me that I've been happy about. But this has always been like something lingering in the back of my head. Like who am I? What am I destined to do? Who am I destined to be? And now... I know who I am because of him. Not because like I needed that validation of I'm this black woman or black. I, I just, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's more of like, I know who I am because of who I come from. I know where I get these personality traits from. And I know who my children will be because of him and I don't know if that makes sense but it makes sense to me (laughs) but um besides having this incredible you know relief feeling I've had these incredible experiences so Just this past weekend, I got to meet my aunt and uncle. I've gotten to meet one of my cousins. And I've spent almost every other weekend with my father. I mean, I just can't get enough of him. He's just I can sit there on the couch and just be super content hanging out with him, just being in his presence. And so we've been going back and forth between each other's houses. He got to come see my new house and he spent a weekend at my old house too before I moved. And we've just been hanging out. And um, what's even more incredible is that we hang out at my parents' house too. So I know people have been asking me, how does your adopted dad and mom think of this situation and how are they reacting and all this stuff and you know whenever you adopt a child you know that someday they're going to have questions and someday that they might want to search and you have to be open to that because that is their decision and their decision only so you have to be supportive and my parents have been just that I mean my dad both my dads <laughs> have hung out and watched football together and it's cool to watch them, you know, have banter back and forth and Papa Neil bought 
my siblings Christmas presents and my parents Christmas presents and I was just like this is crazy how like I already love this man so much and how is he this amazing but he is and it's just been I don't know I I wish that I could record everything that has happened in the last two months I honestly feel like it needs to be like a lifetime movie or something a lifetime series because <laughs> I'm sure things will continue to happen and I'll continue to document them um for instance we have been having nerf gun wars and my dad's like a giant child <laughs> but it's so much fun like I understand where I get my goofiness from it's from him um if anybody asks us definitely from him he's weird and i'm weirder but that's okay um but we've been having nerf gun fights and uh this weekend my we got my cousin and my uncle involved and it was so much fun and i'm just i'm so happy to have all of these memories um and have such a positive interaction with everybody So, like I said, I was going to end this on a high note. So, I'm ending it on the highest of highs. And as always, I'm going to end it with a quote. So, this one is for Black History Month. And Martin Luther King's Jr. I Have a Dream speech. It is not a quote from his speech. However, it is one that I think will stick with us all. It says, dream higher than the sky and deeper than the ocean. And with that, I will give you all a see you later. I promise that I will record more in 2021 than I did in 2020. Have a good night.